0: Today on the show, we meet somebody who is working to solve the teenage workforce problem. How's it going, everybody? Jason Croft here, the credibility craftsman. And as you see from the still image, if you're watching the video version of the show, that uh, had a little technical difficulty um, out in the parking garage here recording the audio for this uh, intro and outro of the show, uh, so I wanted to do a, make sure we did this justice and uh, recorded a little bit better audio, um, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure you could see the, the great Scratch car here, because we are interviewing Scott Bennett. He is the co-founder of Scratch, which is an awesome app. It's a you know two-sided marketplace for teenagers looking for work, earn a little more money, and have that experience use their, you know, innate skill sets that so many of them have and are willing to share with the people who need them, people around their neighborhood, people at their churches, whether it's I need something moved in my yard, to my son needs tutoring, right? It's one of those ideas that you look at, why hasn't this been done before? (laughs) Right? And that's really why Scott jumped in with this. He and his co-founder are both dads and they saw this mounting problem of the lack of teenagers in the workforce. So they've jumped in We dig into the the how and exactly what all this is, but we also dig into the real problem that this is solving that I think is so important. And this episode is brought to you by Bubble, the amazing rideshare platform, Um, serving kids eight and older, folks with special needs, senior citizens, their entire driving force are retired or off-duty police officers. They're doing an amazing job in the Metroplex right now and expanding well beyond that, providing this incredible service for the folks around here. They made this whole thing possible, this partnership with Scratch. As you can see, the the Scratch bubble vehicle there. And it's a perfect match. We get into some of that in this episode as well. So let's jump in with Scott Bennett. Scott Bennett, welcome to the show. How are you, Jason? I am fantastic. I've had my corn dog and mac and cheese breakfast, and I'm ready to go. I feel safe already. <laughs> yeah. The best drivers. That's what they eat for breakfast. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know that, but we'll find out now, won't we? Yeah, I, I know. It's big talk, right? <laughs> so, I am so excited to have Scott on the show. We are in the Scratch bubble car, which is a blast. And uh, By the time they see the intro, they'll have seen this the outside of this bad boy. And um, so tell us a little bit about Scratch first, and then I want to dig into so much about uh, who you are and and how this got started. So Scratch is sort
1: of a 2018 business, right? We rely so much on apps, and um, even more than that, we're seeing demand economy businesses uh, explode. This is our answer to the decline of the teen worker. We basically have built a mobile application that meets teens where they are, uh, have created a mobile experience for them to find first work opportunities. So um, Scratch really addresses that, meeting today's busy teenager um, with a chance to work because they haven't been for so long. Oh, that's great. So.
0: How does the app, What's the, the kind of two-sided marketplace that you're you're building here for folks still have the more more of a context?
1: Sure. So it, um, it, it behaves like a lot of marketplaces. People are really familiar with Uber and Lyft at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's registration. And what's unique to our app is that a team can opt in with predefined and pre-priced gigs that they think they're good at. So if I'm a team that can read French or I'm good at a sport, I can share that skill and actually make money sharing that gotcha. skill. So I opt in for that at the beginning, and then as those opportunities become available in a geography. Uh, I'm notified as a teenager. Hey, somebody wants me to walk a dog or come over and help them clean a garage. Um, if I've opted in with that skill, I'm made aware that there's somebody that wants it. And on the other side, the adults have a menu to choose from of a variety of services. Um, they, you know, they opt in with the registration for who they are, where they live, mm-hmm. and then they can use the app um, as as often as they want to, leveraging the services of teenagers. Oh, that's
0: great, and it's all I mean, dialed in from distance and... Yeah, so so there's a lot of,
1: obviously, proprietary stuff that we built in the experience. Um, Safety first, uh, as a dad of two teenagers, right? We couldn't build something. Ronan, my partner and I, knew very quickly that what had to be extremely um, well thought out was how we deliver the safe experience. But then beyond that, um, it uses things like um, distance, filtering of areas. We can even um, create group settings. So we have churches and schools using the Scratch app as part of, as a tool for them to reach their oh, wow. their members,
0: so you could be they could you could they could operate completely just within like church members yep. and with the students there.
1: Absolutely, oh that's that's fantastic. So it's 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 really you know I think. What people expect today, quite honestly, I think we're relying sure. more and more on the removal of a dispatch. Right, we don't call a third party to, to set up this. So teens mark themselves as available for something, and, and adults, when they need something, you know, know how to do that now. Yeah. So all we've done is open up a workforce that, by the way, has always existed, but right. never in this fashion and never specifically for this demographic.
0: So I, I think this is this is fantastic. What was what's the problem that this is this is solved that you were just like I've, I I got to make this well. You know, I had
1: two daughters, and I grew up working, and Ronan grew up working, and as a parent, um, I didn't see the same opportunities or even the same approach to working for today's teenagers. I didn't know how substantial the problem was, but I came to find out it was over 40 years of decline of teens working, and I remember working and the importance of it. And so, as a parent, you know, you send your kids to school knowing they're going to get core subjects, but it's those soft skills that they don't get that we learn from working.
0: Oh, without a doubt. What do you want? What do you attribute that to? Or what have you researched and come up with that that kind of the reason behind? It? I mean, it, it one hand, in one hand, it doesn't matter. Like, we're right. going to solve a problem. The problem exists. <laughs> right. But its I think it's fascinating, too, as a dad as well. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, look, um, I know from my own experience, like, I never, I didn't like working. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a young person, um, the first time that my parents said, "Hey, you've got to go earn your own way," that was a big lesson for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but all these years later, here I am, an entrepreneur, right? That has started a business, and I can go back to that very first experience of earning to say that put me on a path. And yeah. so, I know that as a dad, I've got to teach that same opportunity outlook to my daughters. Oh, and yeah. I knew, and so did Ronan, that our our friends, you know, he has three kids, and I have two. We knew that if we had that problem. Likely everybody we knew had the problem. The challenge was adults didn't know what to do to solve it in today's climate. Right. Um, the economy's been good. Uh, people are, you know, kids are working less because they're more committed to the schoolwork, mm-hmm. to um, to their extracurriculars. You know, when I played sports, it wasn't like it is now, where they spent hours upon hours, you know, honing their craft. In a way that we right. never did growing up, and um, and the other real big challenge is that um, a rising minimum wage with a good economy makes it hard for kids to compete because employers are paying more, and if they're paying more, they don't look at it as a teenager for somebody that they want to hire. They'd rather hire another worker who they think is more dependable.
0: That's an interesting point with some experience and just maturity, and, right, and all of those right. things. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating too because I, I mean, I just wanted to work from day one, like this high right Right, like i just it i was just whatever that is right um and my sons have have, you know they've shown some of that but where i grew up and went around the neighborhood like selling door to door at eight years old there's no way on the planet i'm letting my kids do that right um and and so it's a challenge too even for the ones who do want to go work right right yeah what do i do just like you're talking well about you
1: know i i think you probably remember you know the really enterprising young person not not too long ago was putting flyers on a door but now we don't want to talk to our neighbors right 55 percent of americans say that they have no regular communication with their neighbors they talk oh, yeah. to them on social media or maybe at their church but not their next door neighbor we don't borrow a cup of sugar from right. anybody anymore right? <laughs> right and so you don't know that johnny three doors down is amazing at trigonometry Mm. or you know what he can help you because you've had a surgery and you need a little extra help watering your plants right nobody thinks about that because we don't know what our neighbors are good at we don't even know them so we don't trust them
0: sure absolutely and and I think this is just it this is another great example though too of the opposite of the bad rap that social media and technology is getting and stuff like that this is one more great way that it's right. actually bringing the real world together and,
1: and you know that that was something that uh, didn't fall short on me when we started and it. it's as a parent you know we, we I know um, it's the, it's funny you know the kids just starting back to school um, the first thing that they get when they show up on campus to you know my both my girls are in high school before they meet their teachers before they walk their schedule before they do anything they give them a, a technology device they give them a Chromebook and I think in a couple of years it's going to be mobile as the costs come down Yeah. so we rely On technology I mean the schools rely on it to teach Uh, and it's how young people discover the world right we didn't we read books and I always say that we don't have encyclopedias anymore (laughs) because we have Google right Right. Uh, you can you know, at your fingertips and so this is one of those solutions that says hey fine we're gonna beat you at your own game but we're gonna meet you where you are um, because they frankly expect this oh yeah
0: so so once you identify this this problem what what's Step one in like, okay, I'm gonna put this thing together. Yeah, you know, it's
1: funny. Uh, first of all, you have to, to decide. Like, you wanna see is like, any, why has nobody done anything? I mean, we know mm-hmm. there's this problem. Uh, what was the last great attempt to resolve it? And you know, you try oh, to go research. Great. So, uh, I actually found there was, there was a woman um, in Minnesota I think in 2010 that did sort of a web version of this it didn't work the same didn't behave the same because it wasn't mobile and because of that you know it's very tough up the spotty on I think probably but right. but um, but we started to look at what you know what would it entail what would have to be built into it we knew it was going to be based in mobile and um, and we just started to look at the landscape and then we just started creating stories, right, the stories of like, by that I mean um, the scenarios that, that somebody would experience, not, you know, all the way down from what do they want offline, what's the actual thing, mm-hmm. the service that they're asking for, to how does the app behave to meet that service, everything from like canceling to booking to how do we pay through the app. I mean, you right. know, all the features, because you've like I said, we've, I've experienced that, um, you know, with other apps. So you sort
0: of know what you've come to expect. right? So you do the research side of that, that, and so. And I also want to get into like, what's your background? What's your background to say I'm going to jump in and do this? Sure. Uh, well, first and foremost, the thing that qualifies me is I'm a dad of two nice. teenagers, right? I mean, like
1: we <laughs> like to say we're dads first. Yeah. Uh, but, but before this, I spent most of my career in kind of disruptive marketing. Um, I spent four years previous to um, starting Scratch working for video-based businesses that do crowdsource video. So I always tell people if you ever see the Doritos crash the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. Uh, we took that sort of phenomenon of creators that live everywhere, you know, all over the world, but are creating great ad campaigns, and brought it to scale. And so I learned how communities come around ideas and concepts they want to weigh in. Sort of the, you know, the idea that um, ideas can live everywhere. Yeah. And in that same idea, teens on your block are talented. There's, you know, as you pass houses. Um, you could say there's a guy that teaches French, there's a kid that's good at lacrosse, right? So you can yeah. you can leverage the power of your own community to provide services to you and they're right next oh, yeah. door or three doors down. Right. Um, so my background was in disruption in a, in a way and mm-hmm. uh, I knew this was going to be highly disruptive in its own way. Um, and so I leveraged that. And, and Ronan, my partner, is the, the, this is really the, the, the thing that drives our businesses. He's been a technologist since he was 15 years old. He's from Israel. Um, where so much of the great technology comes from these days yeah. and has been coding and so I knew that he could, well more importantly, he told me, um, there's no problem I can't solve with technology. So when a guy says that, it's like a pilot who tells you he can fly a plane. Um, and I've known him long, a long time. We've been friends for a number of years before doing you know, the business together. Um, that. It, it, you know, It was sort of, if you build it, they will come. Um, I knew that we could build it, and so that it was a matter of educating the market and using so much of what I have done previously in my business and marketing to, to this business to sort of help people know, scratch is here, this is why you need it, this is what it solves for, that sort
0: right. Of and that's Right. And that's one of the hardest things to do in any business, but certainly when you are trying to fill both sides of this marketplace. Right. And so how, what's what's worked so far? Yeah. And yeah. what stage, sorry, what, also what stage is... Scratch in Yeah, so, so
1: I mean, what's unique to our business, um, I think, is that we've, we, we, we always like to say, we're going, we're going slow by design and mm-hmm. by that, it's because we're dealing with young people and the safety, um, yeah. it's really important to make sure we deliver a great offline experience for the teenager, but more importantly, that we're delivering something of real value or else it's oh, not a yeah. good business at that point. Right. Um, and so we're studying every transaction and taking our time um, and in today's, economic climate people want you to expo- you know have explosive growth and that's just While we, we would love that this isn't that kind of phenomenon because it's right. it's a re-education of a market so in terms of the stage We're at um, we we're just really focused on the Dallas-Fort Worth Marketplace um, and slow expansion we expect in the next three to six months in fact We just released um, on the Android version on the Google Play Store Friday. Oh, awesome! Um, so we, we didn't even have Android, which is fifty percent of the market, Um, we were really focused on making the best technical experience to match the best offline experience. And now that we've got Android, we can serve an entire market, and that's kind of our plan. That's great. And and you know, continuing to do things, the activities that early stage businesses do, surrounding it with. Investors and um, and partnerships, um, and we're growing through through a lot of really great strategic partnerships that are that are helping us um, educate the market in a more efficient and cost effective way. And how's
0: that working? What are, what are some of those? Yeah, so
1: so we're working with a couple of churches. Um, First United Methodist Church of Richardson is doing a pilot. Um, we're piloting with Prince of Peace Christian School. Um, we're working with Junior Achievement in Austin, Texas. Um, so we're we have these what I like to call say whole family centered organizations where. Um, Financial literacy or, or, or teaching personal finance was critical to their overall existence as an organization. We've now given them a better tool to integrate to do that. More oh effectively. yeah.
0: So how how are you getting the word out?
1: Yeah. So um, obviously, people like you telling our story sure. is 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 everything. Um, we've been fortunate that people um, really they they understand that this is a problem, and I think they're glad to see that somebody's trying to solve it. Yeah. So that's you know by its design that's great. Right. But. But really, it's the stories of the, of the teens that we share, um, the things that they do. We like to tell it through their eyes, through their lens. Uh, people can gravitate towards that. And it's like yesterday, we heard over the weekend somebody had booked two gigs, a, a woman for her, her parent who had Parkinson's, and the teenager was over helping do a few different things around the house that otherwise would have happened. And that, that relationship of the young person you know, intergenerationally helping somebody with Parkinson's uh, wow. you know, you, you sometimes have nowhere to turn or it's not cost effective and you just need an extra set of hands. Right. So people want to tell that story. And that's what's tell, it's reminding people, hey, teens are, are good, right? So yeah. a lot of good publicity, a lot of good PR. But then we educate a lot, we speak a lot, we try you know, any place that we can get a platform to talk about the, the, what the young people are doing, why they need to be doing it, the importance of first work. Um, so we do conferences. Um, and then we do traditional marketing, right? We've had some fun. We, we like to think we're great marketers. Um, our social presence is significant. So um, all of that is part of the recipe
0: for us. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and now this partnership with Bubble, Talk to me about that a little bit. How did that come up, come about?
1: Yeah, so I had actually seen Bubble before I started the business. I was familiar with it. Um, there's other you know companies that are trying to tackle the problem of the, the busy carpool need, right? Uh, right. And the safe, the, the thing we share in common is a we deal with a lot of young families often, mm-hmm. and then the other piece of it is safety. So we share yeah. that need to be safe. They use um, you know police off duty police officers, and I love that right um, because it helps the family, um, and so. Then I started to see that they were doing cars. And I don't know how we got, we read something about them and had a conversation and recognized that, you know, obviously the car stands out. Yeah, uh, People see it. I, I, it's funny, people, uh, we have a promotion that we did recently where, you know, send us on social media, uh, you know, a picture of the car driving and we'll, we'll give you a hundred dollars in gas money.
0: Oh, so we obviously. do some
1: innovative stuff with it. Yeah. Um, it, it. It The reason, one of the reasons we like doing it, quite honestly, is that, and I shared this with the people at Bubble, is that we had done a billboard on the tollway and it's amazing, you know. The low, lowest tech approach to marketing was the most effective because it was creative. Our our colors are bright, you know, the blue yeah, and yellow yeah. really stand out. So um, we thought this was a great opportunity, and I know they're trying to, you know, they like to use the, the vehicles as you know, good advertising mechanism. So
0: oh yeah, and it was interesting too the correlation between um, the way you're both growing as well as right. that. I know Paul and and his team were also very much purposeful in their slow growth, like. Let's figure this out. And then this, and then this. Yeah. And, and you know what?
1: I mean, Dallas is a great place to prove businesses like this. We've got, you know, it's expansive for one, so traveling in their case, uh, you know, getting from A to B for parents is hard, you know, other cities, it's a traffic issue here. It's just the vastness of activities and, you know, two working parents, that sort of thing. Hard to get carpool accomplished. Right. the
0: 9,200 square miles of Metroplex. (laughs) Right.
1: So I think they were solving a problem. but but I liked it, you know. Given everything that's gone on with the police, especially here, it hits it, close to home with us, right? Having yeah. the shootings, and so knowing that we're giving police officers an opportunity to earn more because we know they don't earn enough money for keeping us right. safe, uh, I, I you know I believe in that, um, right. it, and so I want to support a business that does that. And they I know they're good entrepreneurs. Um, very, very nice people. Um, so there was an alignment there. And, and then the purposeful approach that we're both taking to say, let's get it right, I think is just what you have to do. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to be patient, quite honestly. But <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I think the long term of that is a, a much more successful business. If you're in a hurry, it shows.
0: Oh, yeah. So so how is this, how do you see this evolving both from a desire and then what you've seen and what's what's been different? What's been like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's a great question. Um, you know, the long term of this is we want to expand and serve the broadest possible population. Mm-hmm. We, we know that nine of 10 kids, regardless of socioeconomics, um, has a mobile device, whether an Android or an iPhone. So th- there's no barrier for us, there's no boundary for us not to be able to reach kids that maybe otherwise would be turned away. Because it's one of the things people don't realize is no teens are working, um, but below median income teens are three to four times less likely than their counterparts in an above median income household. And so, Um, being able to reach a broad population is, is one, and that doesn't just mean, you know, broad from across the U S and globally, that means any team with ambition should be working Mm -hmm. and we want to give them an opportunity if, if they're motivated, but what I didn't expect, was how long it was going to take for people to, you know, everybody validates that this is a good idea and we love that and we appreciate that. But it's the, the challenge is the conversion from, I know this is a good idea and a good thing to, Hey, I'm going to engage and use this.
0: Right, because it's not like, oh yeah, I need I need this every week, so I'm gonna buy it now. Right, like, it's yeah, it has to kind of get filed back, and then oh yeah, and there's so many different scenarios. Yeah,
1: and as a guy who spent a lot of years around marketing, you know. You feel like, oh, I know exactly how it's going to go, but the reality is, it never is that way. Right. Right? You just can't predict how the market will embrace, and that's why I like, you know, you'll see a fidget spinner be, you know, so successful, and you're like, what? And it's you know, lightning in a bottle moment. And this is a lightning in a bottle. I think that's slow and steady, but but being patient for the market to sort of catch up to the validation, right. is not you know, it's not for the faint of
0: heart. Right. Exactly. Uh, so what's what's next step? What's how does What has to happen for that next phase of growth? And
1: yeah, I mean, look, um, I think the biggest thing for us now is proving that these these partnerships that have such broad you know broad based reach, um, these churches, um, because they help us reach people at a low cost. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you I don't think. I don't think it's responsible today to try to mark consumer market. I just don't think people are attracted to consumer businesses because they take long and consumers are hard to change their minds. So by giving a tool, a better resource to these organizations that have such great reach, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, right? I could start naming organizations, you're like, I get it. So in certain aspects, we behave like a software, right? Because all really mobile is, an app is, is a doorway into a software experience, right? Sure. And so I think we want to hone that. We want to build the best in class product that speaks for itself. And I think at that point, others are going to want to integrate this because it's easy, it's seamless um, to put in. And we have to do that. We have to prove that. And then when we prove that, we'll get a chance, you know, we'll raise additional funds to sort of grow the business naturally, um, as you see a lot of other companies. I mean, we, we, like any early stage business, we don't have enough resources. Right. Uh, I often talk about sometimes the, that movie Three Hundred, you know, where the army is only you know is fighting a much bigger army. We go to battle um, like Three Hundred, you know, and we do the best we can. And I think a lot of people feel like our organization seems bigger, which is you know, which is well, good. It's I think a great you know, compliment, compliment. Yeah, absolutely total compliment. But um, but we need more resources, right. right? And and I we owe the market that, and so I want to earn the right to get more resources to give the market a better experience. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a blast getting to, to to learn about the company and everything just over the phone the the conversation that we had and, and I know we were really digging into that too of of the why of all this it's, an, it's such an interesting trend for you know the the team workforce well you're a
1: dad you yeah. told me you're a dad you
0: have young your kids absolutely absolutely yeah so you're you're gonna want them to work right, right. Oh, yeah absolutely because I I know for me when I look back and this was a great question prompted by you is like, what's your first memory of job? Right. right, so, right. And I know when I look back up from, you know, a little kid all the way through college, like the best experiences, skill sets that I'm using right. now, waiting tables, mowing lawns, right. feeding horses, you know, all these kind of things. And I, I am concerned as a dad, like my kids just aren't in that environment, you know, to have that, we
1: don't see it around us.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's
1: when you asked why. Like, it was so obvious to me once I, you know, once this happened, I'm like, there are certain lessons as a parent, you know, you've got to do that the, the school's not going to do, a summer camp's not going to do, a sports yeah. coach isn't going to do, a music teacher isn't going to do, that we still have to do as parents, mm-hmm. right? And that's teaching that value system. It's, I'm guessing your a parent or parents taught you that. And I know my dad did. I mean, I started working at 12. Right? Yeah. I was taping boxes at a factory because my family had a business and um, and I was gonna go with my dad and I said if everybody else here is gonna get paid I want to get paid but that started me on a path yeah. and that was something I was taught at home yeah. nowhere else
0: right yeah because especially as like you mentioned the economy is great and everyone's there's you know they don't make like, so many you know teenagers that don't have to necessarily work right. and especially as parents you know there's you're juggling right because right. you don't want to take them away from school activities, right. the school itself, right. all of those things. But to, I think it's so critical to, to schedule this in right. <laughs> just like everything well, else you have to do. It's funny.
1: I've never thought about it He just said it, honestly, that they have to work. Yeah, uh, Work is not just about the 10, 12, 7, 25, which is minimum wage here, that you make. We right. just agreed that it's about so much more than that. Right. That you're doing this business and what you are and who you are as a worker. That's what work is about. It's not all Mm -hmm. about just. Now, now I get a young person wants to make money so they can buy a video game or a burrito. But when you say have to work, I think everybody has to work. I think it's. I think you would, if you start to look at the government, being able to take care of yourself is one of the innate human things that you have to do. Right. Eat, sleep, responsibility as a citizen. Right. As a person, as a human. Because if you're not working and can't take care of yourself, somebody else has to take care of you. So the more people we raise to take care of themselves, create opportunity. Whatever that is, right? Yeah. That's a great point. How you take care of yourself can be, you know, there's a range, clearly. Right. Right. But but knowing how to do it and start from the very earliest, you know, transactions of commerce. And by the way, it's also empowering. I mean, there's statistics I could share with you that you'd be like, really? Uh, You know, about what working how, what it put, path to put you on besides the money path?
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Getting
1: into college. T- kids, teens that work are more likely to get into college over the really? counterparts. of course. Yeah. Wow. And one that, thing that people don't know that's been proven for the last 50 years is that for every one year you work as a teen, you make 14 to 16% more in your 20s. So there's a direct correlation between early work
0: and earning into your 20s. That's so interesting. Plus just the life skills that you get from... Yeah having to interact with adults, right. right? That you maybe don't have to out of, out of your little circle, you know, when you're, when you're,
1: it's the best. Like I, I, especially with social media, you talked about the negative side of it. One of the things is people are really good at facing their screen, right? They're not good at doing this. I, right. I notice I'm looking at you while you're talking to
0: me, Right. which right. is if I
1: was a teen, I'd be used to looking down at my phone. And so just showing up and looking somebody in the eye is a skill that now we have to work on harder. It wasn't easy before, <laughs> right. but it's even, you know, harder now with so much focus everywhere else and distractions. So yeah. showing up, learning manners, those things, putting them into practice is right. part, as a byproduct of these transactions work and, and so forth.
0: Oh yeah, and um, and at the same time, a lot of those skills that our young people just have because they're growing up with this technology yeah. is now now they can use those skill sets on a platform like this and help people <laughs> well it's <laughs> funny that. right
1: it's it's one of the big things is people love to, to, to ask for it we have a, a gig that allows you to enable the services of a teen to help with technology because they're great at setting up phones and they know oh, all yeah. the problems and they know the shortcuts um, it's it's they've been raised on technology so oh, yeah. better to turn
0: to than a 17 year old that's got a fast thumb right right exactly this is this is, this is awesome how can how can we help? like my audience me personally like how can we help get this this word out even more well you know
1: first of all the the journey of being an entrepreneur and having an idea and being a disruptor and it's you know it's just hard um, <laughs> um, so it's amazing the number of people people like you who come out of you know you did we didn't know each other mm-hmm. and here we are riding around um, right you know, in a great car uh, <laughs> That's right. and, and, and and but but really um, you know sharing the concept that it exists, mm-hmm. that you think it's smart, um, looking for opportunities to invite us into a group. If you're part of a church or uh, a scout troop, invite us there. We, we you know, we're, we're piloting and testing all kinds of different programs again to prove out. That's the biggest thing you can do. But book a gig, see for yourself. I, I we, we believe. You know, what's hard about these two-sided marketplaces is, is that you know you don't get to control the product. But I think the thing that has left the biggest imprint on me is the number of comments we get back about how great the teenagers are yeah. and and the sad reality Jason is I think I mentioned to you is that I didn't expect how low the expectations would be for wow. this market and that stinks yeah. um, because and, and, but but what it, what you'll be surprised is that our platform is proving that they're far better than what people expect. Awesome. We see that time and time again. And so I just would say book a gig, have your neighbor book a gig, tell your friends about it, get the app, experience for yourself, and um and you know, let us know how we can improve the experience for you. Give us feedback so we can be the best platform that, oh, you know, that's great
0: out there. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah I, encourage, I encourage all of you to, to do exactly that. and I love the fact that I hadn't even thought about it in that context until you said that, too, that it's fighting that ridiculous connotation out there of, you know, anti-millennial, blah, 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 um, who I think is such BS out there um, that it's just a generation, right. multiple generations of this. And it's like, it's no different than anything else. It's just changes and we owe it
1: I, I, quite honestly that that that'm I always like to say I'm the president of the labor union for, of teens because I agree with you like we owe it to them to create opportunities and I think the miss is you know that whole idea of I want them to walk up a, a, you know a mile up uphill in the snow to school right. that's just not doesn't work it's there's too much friction so we we're meeting them where they are and right. there's nothing wrong with that. that that by the way it's not just the technology it's the types of things we're asking them to do part-time jobs at Starbucks and McDonald's you don't see a lot of teenagers and you won't. So we've had to find new ways for them to share their skills as like technology or tutoring or they're amazing, you know, places that right. you wouldn't have seen them in, in a time before now. And it's incumbent upon us to sort of give them the chance. Um, we, we spend so much money on services as a society. Uh, they, can, they can be a great deliverer
0: of those services. Oh, yeah. And, and just like, again, as parents, you know that if you stand there and go, ah, you're crap, you're crap, you're crap. Guess what? They're going to start acting like crap. But if we tell an entire generation, you're amazing look at your skill set this is incredible here's how we want to harness and use that I mean it's life changing well we we surround the business with young people that's one of the things we like to say we eat our own dog
1: food right Uh, we love young people or else we wouldn't be doing what we're doing Um, and so I I think about you and think if I'm not successful what are your kids going to do Right, so I'm paying it forward by hiring teens, so that when your kids are teens, somebody will hire them. We're trying to, yeah. you know, we're trying to re-energize something that we know is right because it's hard enough to do it. You need an outlet for them to be able to go find those opportunities. As you said, the out- outlook for, oh, them, yeah. for that has, has changed, and so, um, you know, that's our dream is to, to to really make that possible, so that we don't forget lose our way because I feel like we've kind of lost our way with teens. Yeah. One of the great parts about being an entrepreneur, you know, there's obviously challenges, but it's the things that you get exposed to. Um, we were fortunate enough to, to be asked to participate um, in the United Way Ground Floor Program, which is something that they do for innovative social entrepreneurs. And it's through that, actually, that we discovered sort of this natural shift towards partnerships Uh, we worked with boys and girls clubs in Collin County we did a couple pilot programs and it was amazing to see that of the 24 kids chosen by them to participate 17 of the 24 earned over $100 in 60 days um, to give a chance to kids that otherwise had or would have none right Uh, and then that currently we're in a program through BBVA the bank Mm -hmm. Um, they have a program called Momentum that they've done all over the world they're actually a lot of people don't realize they're one of the the largest banks in the world they're the largest bank in Spain yeah and they're the I think they're the fourth largest bank in the U S but they really care about social entrepreneurship and they they basically have picked entrepreneurs from the, across the country. Um, you have to be selected and it's a program that we get to learn, um, at the University of Texas, um, business school with really great professors. But beyond that, the, the idea of the program is to give you access to the bank's resources to help you scale your business. Uh, um, oh, wow. so I have a mentor in each of these programs. I've had a mentor. So like I said, it's surrounding the business with what it deserves as my job and, and, and these Opportunities that come up, so it's not just all about how much money you raise, it's about being opportunistic. Oh, sure, um, and that's opened up a whole new world to our business that maybe oh, wouldn't I have been bet. there.
0: I bet, yeah, because, yeah investment in your company is is all, like you always want to go after like, okay, I need the dollars, but who's giving those dollars and what experience and insights do they and, have?
1: And and it's what you learn, right? It's what you learn from other entrepreneurs, right? Like oh, I, yeah. I know, you know, you're a business owner. We all learn from each other. And, and I, you know, you, you, on one hand, you, you don't have enough resources. So you're working, 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 but you've got to kind of pick your head up above the, above the water to sort of see, hey, other people have good ideas and they, it's important to spend that time. So these types of yeah. programs, these types of relationships have been really uh, a big influence on our business. People ask all the time, like, you know, tell me about the kids, tell me what they're doing. You know, they, yeah. they need to have that gig, cause you mentioned, right? It's not, you know, you know that teen's working, but since you don't know exactly what you need it for, it's, it's kind of important for us to share the things that they're doing, what's, that most popular, yeah. what's most popular, right? So well, people love to use the tutoring uh, for all stuff, sports, creative arts that kind of thing oh yeah we see a lot of that we see a lot of stuff around the house uh, you'd be amazed at how good teens are i know personally for me one of the reasons i was excited about is i have a pool that i take care of um but i don't love brushing it so when i yeah. when i first thought about the app it was all about like what could i what would i use a team for what would be my gig right like, yeah uh, what's my identifiable gig and that's just kind of one of those things i don't love to do right um, but really it's the things we hear and i i, I keep thinking about this story that since when we kind of our first year, when we had a pilot um, and a beta, and we were just testing the app, about this guy that lived in uh, he actually lived in my neighborhood. Um, he was in a senior of high school, had tried to apply for jobs and never gotten hired. And when we met him, um, came to find out he was on the spectrum for autism, and mm-hmm. um, you know, he wanted to work. Um, yeah. He didn't drive, so it was hard for him to get to jobs. Uh, But as he started doing gigs, we would hear back. I I remember uh, one particular sponsor calling saying, I I worked with this young man and he was incredible. The the, the ask was for him to help address holiday cards, and he was so meticulous because it was perfect for him, right? Yeah, and they, he was good, and just those kinds of stories that oh, we get every day. So, and, well, <laughs> yeah. and it is, and it's every day in this business because, like wow. I said, uh, teens exceed expectations, and and all kinds of teens. Um, you know, you just you hear that. I'm I'm fortunate that people share that. Um, I think because. The byproduct of this relationship is um, you learn so much about each other, and you learn a little bit about yourself at hiring a team too. Um, right. and, and if nothing else, it reminds you when you were a team, you know, <laughs> working and you needed somebody to believe in you. So, oh, um, yeah, that that's a big thing for us, and it's it's the currency that is beyond money we raise, money we earn, business size. Um, that's just good humanity.
0: Oh yeah, and this—that's that's the beauty. It doesn't have to, uh, you know. Those things don't have to be mutually exclusive, right? Like it's all tie in beautifully, right? Like well, you doing a business that's doing good.
1: Yeah, and we we you know we are definitely a double bottom line business. I mean, we're yeah. we 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 aim to make money because the more money we make, the more people we can help. Because at its core, we're all about helping young people get get their first work opportunity.
0: Right. Yeah. So how do we follow along? What's uh, keep up with you and stalk you on the internet and all that good stuff. Well, you know,
1: obviously we're on social media. Uh, you can follow us um, at Get Scratch is our handle on all social media. Um, we have a, a website, scratch.co. People get tripped up with the .co, but um, but uh, and and obviously there's lots of information about us. Um, there's lots of. Uh, stuff you can learn on the website about how it works. It should be very easy. Uh, and and don't be afraid to reach out personally. If you if you're watching this and you say I want to ask you myself, we are we we pride ourselves on being responsive. And what's different about us, just to give you a sense, is I know if you've used other platforms, they often don't want you to call them. Right. <laughs> um, they actually don't have an eight hundred number. <laughs> yeah. We're, we do. Because we're dealing with young people, so Great. so if you need to call us, because that's what you're most comfortable, with, call us. We'll talk yeah. to you about what we're doing. Um, we want to answer questions. We want your feedback. So, um, any way to reach us? Reach us if, if you have a question or if you want to know. You know, we just want you to have the experience because I think if you experience it, you'll see that um, teamwork simplified is the way to go. Oh,
0: that's so fantastic! Thanks so much for being on.
1: Look, thanks for having me, and, and big yeah. fan of, of you and your I driving. It. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had a good breakfast this morning. Yes, I felt, yes. I felt safe the whole time. See. And, Corn
0: dogs and mac and cheese.
1: Right. And, and I noticed that people were, were, were looking at us. Um, and it wasn't that your driving was taking off. It was just the color of the car. So don't be self-conscious. Right. right I was. I was
0: sweating a little bit. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. I, I really had fun. If you're in the Dallas area, let's connect in person. I'm at the Coffeehouse Cafe on Preston and Frankfurt every Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. hosting an awesome meetup where we talk business, startups, and tech. It's an amazing room of people to network with. And most weeks, what we do is we dig in and mastermind for the folks in the room and connect everyone to the resources they need to grow. I'll see you there. Man, I am so grateful for Bubble and Scott that they've joined forces like they are. It's a perfect match. And that, you know, the two of them have come together to make this possible. I'm so excited to have, to have share this interview with you. Hope you got a lot out of it. Go to scratch.co, download the app start using it. Like Scott talked about, test the waters, that work ethic that is inherent in so many of them. So many of us, right? From that age on, it can be there a lot of times. Sometimes it doesn't come to fruition because there aren't those opportunities and it finally gets shut down. So do jump in, start using it, follow Scott and scratch all over social. And thanks again to Bubble for making this whole thing possible. Amazing rideshare platform. Make sure you check them out as well.
1: It's Saturday
0: night. It was Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly. Winter coat on cause the air was chilly. But I'ma make my way out to the record spot. Gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock. I gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers. All now and later's got to beat maker. If I'm a player, it's like you take deck. And if you miss the gig, then take a rain check. Stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling. Need a U-Haul truck. If I would think